to the Prophecy Club, and yes, I'm still getting over PCF, which is post-crusade fatigue. I had to think about that. Post-crusade fatigue. But I want to say I love you, I love you, I love you to every one of you people that listen and support our ministry, and especially the ones that came to the crusade. But now, if you missed the crusade, I'm here to tell you it was absolutely awesome awesome. I mean, the people were great, everything. And I have to say that the star of the whole crusade, I think, was Leslie. She got up there and she did four two and a half hour sessions. And the the people just love Leslie. Uh, You know, we had like eight ministers. So we had, okay, two apostles, two pastors and four prophets all sitting over at the round table over to the side off of the stage. And as Leslie's talking, I would walk over and sit down. I said, you know, she she's so cute. She's so small. She's so cute. And she gets some laughing, and they just laugh, and they just giggle. But she's really bringing some really tough stuff. I mean, even Prophet Andre said, you know what? Leslie says some things that I can't say. <laughs> I said, you are right on that, brother. I said, she gets by with saying things I can't. But see, that's her call. You know, she, not only is she a prophet, but she also has the anointing of a judge. So she gets up, and she actually brings correction. But again, that's what a real prophet does. Okay. They bring correction, but she has a way of saying it to where the people just laugh and giggle and teehee and they just look at each other and say, Oh, she's so cute. And I walked over and I said, you know, that's what they're saying. Oh, she's so cute, but she's correcting them. And she's saying, this is the do's, this is the do nots. Don't do that in terms of being a prophet, hearing the voice of God and things like that. So anyway, yeah, Leslie is like always the hit of the whole crusade. She just, people just love her. Pastor Massey loves her. He says, I've got to take this lady to India. I've got to take this lady to Pakistan. We've got to take her around the world. We've got to get this message out. (laughs) And then he turns over to me and says, well, yours is pretty deep, Stan. He's trying to, okay, let's see. What can I say that's kind to Stan? <laughs> because, see, he's like, okay, not exactly a prophecy student. You know, he's, he's a, well, he's a miracle man. I mean, that's what he does. Big crusades, 10,000 people at a crusade in India and Pakistan, places like that. Miracles flying all over the place. That's what he really is. Which, by the way, he is going to be at our Solomon September Assembly And boy, he gave a couple of talks. If you've watched the live stream, they were just awesome. He is going to be awesome there. To continue about the crusade, I thought the atmosphere was just fantastic. People loved it. The praise and worship was awesome. And even though we had us at six feet apart, there was so much camaraderie and and love in the room. It was just absolutely wonderful. Which, by the way, we are trying to get that arranged here again when... Not only were were we still busy from the crusade, trying to catch up, our body was trying to catch up, but also trying to catch up on our work that we missed. But now we've got another crusade, or not a crusade, but a solemn assembly in September that we're getting ready for. But again, I'll come back to that. So it'll be a while, but here's what we are planning. We are eventually going to try to get all of this live stream all up on the watchprophecyclub.com. So if you're a member there, you'll be able to go up and watch that anytime you want to. If you're not, that's another great, good reason to go to watchprophecyclub.com. If you've not been there, it is awesome. I mean, you can access, I don't know, what, over 300 different DVDs we've made over the last 27 years. 
And it's just awesome. I mean, 20 bucks a month, $200 a year, and you can go watch any of them, all of them, anytime you want to. So it's, it's really, really, really good. Okay, so back to the crusade. So one of the highlights there is the water baptism. And I guess if I talk about this, then I have to tell you the whole thing. So I guess I'll tell you the whole thing. So when it came to the water baptism, I said, so what we're going to ask everybody to do, everybody to do, is to get water baptized again. Now, you may be saying, like I was saying, well, I've already been water baptized. In my case, I said, I've already been water baptized twice. And I said, but I discovered something. Let me explain what I discovered. So when I was nine years old, I went forward. I mean, God pulled back the curtains. I saw that I was a sinner needing Jesus. And I went out to the little church outside of town because the church I was going to at the time didn't have a baptistry. So we went over to a, a visiting church and I got baptized. Well, I didn't know at nine years old what was happening totally. But when I came up out of that water, I distinctly remember feeling a love in my heart that I have never felt in my life. And it stayed with me for about three days. And then when I, <laughs> when, when I fell into the world and I got all messed up, and this is a long time before ministry, I decided to come back and I got baptized again. So I'd been baptized twice, but when I got baptized a second time, sort of like nothing happened. And I think it's sort of like Jesus kind of thought nothing happened. It's like, like you didn't have to do a lot more than that boy. But later on, got in the ministry. We went over to Israel, and we had about 28 people on a tour there. And they all wanted to get baptized in the Jordan River. <laughs> but it was like March. <laughs> it was cold. And I, I said, yeah, they have people there. They'll, they'll baptize you in the Jordan River. No. We want you to baptize us in the Jordan River. Well, I <laughs> I tried to talk my way out of it, but I could not talk my way out of it. No, we want you to baptize us. All right, fine. So I put on the little white robe, and I got out in the water to just above knee level. I didn't want to get in too deep. <clears throat> and so I baptized all of the 28 people. And I was trying to baptize them just as quick as I could to get out of the cold water. <laughs> And I turned around. Here's a couple of big guys standing in front of me. Pastor Stan, you need to get baptized too. And no, no, no. I've already been baptized twice. I don't need baptized. No, you need to get baptized again. Well, I'm, I was freezing to death. I want to get out of that water. But I was about to learn something. Okay, fine. So they baptized me. I was freezing to death, having stood in that cold water now for probably 10, 15 minutes, baptizing 28 people as fast as I could, I might add. But as soon as I came up out of the water, I was warm. I mean, all the shivers went away. I was no more cold at all. I went in and I slowly changed. Did the water, the cold water's not bother me at all. So I came to discover that God is receiving our baptism every time we do it, if we do it sincerely. Well, then there's the other story. Okay, so a few months, well, a few years after this, we had uh, just started, this was about 1998, we started a church in Topeka, and when we started it, I asked another guy to be the pastor, because I didn't think I needed to be the pastor of the church. I was doing a prophecy club, you know, all that sort of excuses, excuses, trying to get out of it. So anyway, the other guy got down in the pool, and it was cold water again. This was in Kansas. And there was probably 13 to 15 people getting baptized that day. We had waited too long, the water had gotten cold. 
And uh, so anyway, each of the people going down in the water, they were cold standing there. The wind was cold. The water was even colder. And after three or four of the people coming up, I turned to one of them and I said, do you guys want like a towel or something like that? And they weren't shivering or anything. And they said, no, no, we're not cold. So I thought, what? So I turned to two or three of them and I said, wait a minute. Are you guys not cold? They said, well, we were cold standing here before we went in the water. We were really cold when we were in the water. But when we came up out of the water, we weren't cold anymore. Well, that's when it finally hit me that apparently I, I turned to him. I said, so do you guys feel a love in your heart? They said, yeah, yeah, we do. And we were cold in the water. But as soon as we came up out of the water, we were warm. And they all from like 12 years old, even up, up to in their 40s all agreed when they came up out of the cold water, they were warm. Okay, so that was me learning something. That is, it doesn't make any difference how many times we get baptized. When we do it sincerely before the Lord, accepting that as being washed in his blood again, when we come up, we get the feeling of love and warmth. And even if it's hot outside or if it's cold outside, it doesn't make any difference. We are not cold anymore. We feel that love in our heart. Well, that's what we do at each one of the crusades. And so this time it, it was the funny part is, you know, you, you come out and even though it was what, July, uh, maybe August with some of them and it's really hot, but it seemed like you get water. And I don't know, maybe this is just old man in me or something, but sure seemed like this cold water to me. So I said, OK, let's get this dunking over. <laughs> go, go ahead. And dump me quickly. I want to get warm quickly. So. Sure enough, they dumped me quickly, and sure enough, as soon as I come up out of that, I felt that love, and I felt the warm. I was no more cold. And all of the ministers did the same thing, so that way we're no longer cold. And then the people came out, and they all got dunked, and sure enough, all of them said, yep, I was cold when I got in the water, but as soon as I came up out of the water, I felt the love in my heart. I was not cold. And then we go into praise and worship. You know, we get we go to lunch, and then we get cleaned up. We come back into praise and worship that evening, and that is the most awesome praise and worship service you have ever been in your life when everybody in the room just got water baptized. There's a cleanness. There's a freedom in the spirit because you are still walking in that love of just getting water baptized. Doesn't make any difference how many times you've been water baptized. So now that's just one of the things that we did at the crusade. And then, of course, Leslie went around, and the way, way we do this, this is the way Leslie wanted to do it. The people were sitting in their seats, and she went up, and she poured the four milliliters of oil, which is a little bitty bottle about the size of your little finger up to the second knuckle, which is not much. Uh, and that's another thing, I'll story I'll skip for right now, but there's a story about how I discovered that just a little daub of oil is not the same as actually pouring an amount of oil on the head. So we pour the anoint uh, the anointing oil on the head, lay hands on them, and we pray for them to receive the prophetic anointing. Every one of them get it. Every one of them. Then Leslie prays, then I pray, and all the other ministers come around and lay hands on them. Then when I do, the revelation oil is the next day. And I ask them to come forward. You don't have to kneel down. Most people do. Uh, but then we ask you to kneel down, and I lay the revelation, I pour the revelation oil on top of the head, Anoint your name, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, for the spirit of revelation and for sevenfold miracles. And everyone in the room said they got it. So it's just an awesome thing. Anyway, we just came out of not just one, but two crusades. So in one of the meetings where I'm talking with the staff, I said, you know, 
when they first told me about this stupid COVID, we have to do a six-foot distancing, that the room that we reserved that normally holds 500 people, now we can only get 96 people in them. Now we have to hold two crusades back-to-back. Well, of course, you know, <laughs> me as the guy that has the ultimate uh, responsibility to pay all the bills, I'm thinking, well, this is ridiculous, you know, because this is going to double my expenses for the meeting and d- double the double everything. I mean, double the expenses for the meals, double the expenses for the sleeping rooms, for all of the people, everything. Doubles, 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 everything. But the good side is doing two crusades back to back, it was good for all of us because now all of us got prepared for whatever is coming next. And I think that next is this coming a solemn September assembly, which I'll get to in a minute. So the crusade was just awesome. Leslie was the hit. Pastor Massey did an awesome job. And then, of course, we had the prophecy rooms where Prophet Landa and Prophet Andre Bronkhorst were team prophesying. In other words, they had two different mics. We had one room. People come in, about 20 people to a room at a time. And then each, like a couple of times a day, on set by appointments, they would come in and they would get their prophecies, and everybody was just amazed. I mean, it's like God is talking to you. Well, God is talking to you, but I mean, you honestly feel like God is talking through these people. But then, you know, he really is. But then he's supposed to. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. If you've never had a prophecy like that, you cannot appreciate what, I mean, to some people, what they heard that may have lasted five minutes to 15 minutes, what they heard in that prophecy room may have changed their life in such a big and a major way. So, yeah, the crusade is just awesome, and people absolutely just float out of it. They cannot believe the changes. There's nothing like it. I, I can tell you right now, even though Leslie and I pastor a church, we could not do the crusade in our church. It has to be a very special environment out away, people from all over, a, a certain a certain way. It has to be set up. And so it's a very special thing. Okay, so Crusade was awesome. Now let's get on over to a solemn September assembly. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. That is the scripture we're standing on. So here's what we're going to do. From September 18th to September 20th, that's a Friday evening at sundown, all day Saturday to Sunday sundown, that's 48 straight hours, we are going to fast and pray. And we are going to humble ourselves. We're going to pray that the Lord receives that as the humbling of the nation because his church is has humbled themselves. See, he's, he's saying, if my people which are called by my name. He didn't say the whole nation. He said, if my people which are called by my name, that means the church, if they will humble themselves, and hopefully we're going to have at least 500, maybe even two or 3,000 people will come in. If that will happen, I believe God is going to receive that. Here's what we're going to do, and you can be a part of it. It's going to be 48 straight hours of fasting and prayer to save our nation. We're going to ask no food. You can have water, juice, coffee, prescriptions, all of that you can do. Don't hurt yourself. And it is going to be exactly that, a humbling for praying and fasting and seeking the face of God. We are going to confess the sins of our nation, 
and we're going to ask God to forgive us. Here's the way it's going to go. We're going to have 30 minutes of praise and worship morning and evening. Then the guest ministers will get up, and they'll talk for about 15 minutes, no long talks, only about 15, 20 minutes, and then only about once every hour or so. Then the remaining time is going to be open microphone where people can get up and pray for up to, but no more than five minutes each. The overhead will have images changing every five minutes with about five topics of prayers of agreement. We will set up a schedule where we have 24-hour prayer teams rotating probably every 15 to 30 minutes through the night. And you're free to come and go as you please. So if you want to go get a room, you want to go take a nap, then that's fine. You know, you can. It's just that we want to maintain the room, and it's going to be prayer only. We have arranged for Pastor Dana Coverstone to be there. We are flying him in, and he is going to be one of the eight ministers. We're going to be having two apostles, four prophets, and two pastors there. Pastor Dana Coverstone, Pastor Messiah and his wife Esther, Prophet Andre Broncors, Prophet Linda Silverman, and myself and Leslie. And, of course, all of those ministers are all promoting it. And we're going to be sending people to watchmanstrumpet.com. Need not write it down or even go there yet, because we're putting this together real fast. And Watchman's Trumpet, while it is our URL, there's nothing at that website yet. So we're in the process of getting that all set up. There's a lot to getting one of these meetings put together. We also will have a place when you go to Watchman's Trumpet where you can go in and make your reservations and get your ticket and whatever like that to to go. Now, the place where we're going to hold this normally holds 5,000 people. (laughs) I mean, it's the biggest room I think I've ever been in without being in some kind of a sports stadium. It has no pillars. It is big enough to put a 747 in. It is. You could probably put, oh, I would say 20 typical houses inside this room. It is huge. Normally holds 5,000 people, but with COVID, we're arranging how we're going to set it up right now. We're in the process of doing that, but we're probably talking between two and 3,000 people that we can have in it. We're going to say all Christians, all denominations are welcome, but we're asking everyone to leave your denominations, your division-causing questions, things like once saved, always saved, rapture, no hell, no soul, death, all of this out of the meeting. Leave that all home. We are looking for 3,000 Christians to send up aggressive prayers. While fires rage physically and spiritually across the country, we're going to be praying for fires of revival to stop the fires of opposition to the body of Christ. We are calling for incredible warfare in the heavens, impacting those people on the ground. We are calling for saints willing to become weary from a spiritual fight, believers to hold up each other and stand together, without division, fighting, together in prayer. We expect the battle to be severe, intense, and brutal. We believe that the heavens will be alive with a battle we wage, sending out angels to do warfare for our nation. We expect it to seem like it's going to last forever. But when the battle is over, by the end of September, according to what the Lord spoke to Dana Coverstone, we will stand victorious. We are praying that the great awakening, the great miracle in time gathering of souls, will finally arrive on this Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of Judgment. According to Jeremiah sixteen nineteen through 21, it says, O Lord, my strength and my fortress, and my refuge in the day of affliction. The day of affliction, that's talking about the tribulation. 
The Gentiles shall come to thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. In other words, they believed in Buddha and some of these other false gods. And have made of themselves gods that are not gods. Therefore, behold, I will this once cause them to know. I will cause them to my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. Now, I believe that this is what we're pulling in. We've got to first, before we see any miracles, and there may not be any miracles at this, this is about humbling, fasting, and prayer, and doing battle in the spirituals to take back our nation. This is the Christian response to the evil we see in our nation. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Meaning, as the protesters burn, loot, and destroy, we Christians are going to be gathered together in one place. In one place. That's very important. Gathered together in one place, and we're going to send up battles into the throne of God. Sending the warfare angels out. And remember, one angel killed 185,000 Philistines. So some pretty powerful angels. And we're going to send those angels out, and we're going to take back our country. Now, I'd like to encourage you to go and watch the message that I put out yesterday for the Sunday morning message. It's also at uh, the YouTube thing, spiritofprophecychurch.com. Anyway, go and watch that because I'm talking a lot about this, and I think it's very encouraging. Here are some of the sample topics. Like, we have different categories. Here's the category, turn back to God. And this will be like on one of the overheads for people to pray through. Cause America to remember the law of our God. Two, to seek and listen unto the voice of God. Three, establish America to be a holy people unto you. Four, give us Christian church leadership after your heart to help America to walk in your ways. Five, establish America so that all the people of the earth know that we are a nation called by your name and afraid of Christians. Six, cause America to be the protector of the righteous, the weak, fatherless, and homeless. Cause those who shed blood innocently to leave America for fear. The church to have a strong backbone and stand for righteousness. To expose and stop corruption in the church and to bring in the great end-time awakening and harvest of souls to start. Also, my new books, How Pre-Trib 1 and Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, are in. So first, this book is explaining exactly that. The tribulation secrets that a tribulation saint, one that is about to live through the tribulation, need to know. The parts of Daniel they need to know. It is probably the most difficult book in the Bible to understand, but this book gives the last generation a simple explanation of the parts of Daniel which relate to the tribulation. Pure and simple, it makes Daniel easy to understand. It exposes the plans of the Antichrist, how to spot the Antichrist early, what to do, what he'll look like, his physical appearance, the sound of his voice, and how he rises to power, and how the beast will be a resurrected Nebuchadnezzar from the bottomless pit. One for twenty, but don't do that. We offer this in shrink rep sets of ten also. Ten for thirty, twenty for fifty. That's ten for thirty or twenty for fifty at prophecyclub.com. Then in my new book, How Pre-Trib One, is the book to finally settle in your heart the rapture question. Whether you're pre, mid, pre-wrath, or post, this, I believe, will finally answer your question. Here's what I do. 
First of all, to answer the question, how pre-trib one, I explain about the 501c3, how board members are hired, fired, and how people that are not called to preach, not called to the ministry full-time, tell the pastor, tell the man or the woman behind the podium what they will and what they will not believe, what they will and will not preach. Yes, it's that bad. Then I go through and explain the secret door. And I think I explain it in a way that's very, very simple and straightforward so that people can understand it. Then I go through and explain the foundational principles that a person must know to understand the scriptures regarding the rapture. Things like, what is the morning star? What is the wrath of God? Is that the seven-year tribulation? Is that the last 30 days? Or is that one day? Or is that the morning star? What is eternity entering into time? Who are the nations? What is an overcomer? Then I go through and I give you the scriptures proving that the rapture is actually post-trib. Then I go through and answer 25 claims that the pre-tribbers use to prove pre-trib, and I explain how they all fit together perfectly with the secret door as post-trib. Awesome book, 1 for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. So that's Tribulation Secrets in Daniel and How Pre-Trib One at prophecyclub.com. Also, they've got an awesome offer up there for you to get 40 books for a gift of $100. That is the best deal. Go to prophecyclub.com. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important information in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Would you tell them? Well, most would. So what is the most important information in the world to all people, nations, and languages? The most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is don't take the mark of the beast because those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are eternally tormented in hell. Revelation fourteen eleven says, The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. But how do you tell them? Give them the book, Miss the Mark. If they'll read this simple, thin, easy-to-read book, they will never take the mark of the beast. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them in shrink-wrap sets of 10 to give away. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you... In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. Surprisingly, I began to receive information on 30 revelations and two visions beyond what is found in the Bible. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Topics are Jesus returns on what feast? The secret of the feasts. Who are the two witnesses? What is the morning star? The judgment seat explained. The great white throne explained. The nations explained. What is the shout? And the parables explained. Seals, trumpets, and vials go in what water? Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. 
That's one for 20, five for 35, or 10 for 60 at prophecyclub.com. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. As you know, I make many broadcasts referring to a list of dreams, visions, audible voices, I believe, are from God, given to Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Maurice Scalar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, Bree Keaton, and more. Now, you can have your very own copy. It's called God's Warnings to America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60 at prophecyclub.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. 